Fantastic. Okay. Welcome everyone to Naturally Healthy Club week 10. So this week we're talking about the truth about food waste. I wanted to start with a quote from Brian Tracy. I've been reading another one of his books. He's a motivational speaker. And he says, 80% of your goal will be achieved in the last 20% of the time. And just, and he had this visual where he was talking about like, when you have a goal, it's like, it's like a package on the other side of the world. And so you like decide that you want, want to change your relationship with food, say, and then that puts in the order for the package, but it's coming from the other side of the world. So it's start like as soon as you put the order in and you start doing the work on it, the package is actually moving closer to you. So you're actually getting closer to the goal, but because it's on the other side of the world, you can't see it coming. Like it doesn't, you don't, it doesn't, you don't have any evidence that it's, it's happening. And then as you get closer and closer, all of a sudden it comes up, pops over the horizon and then it's there with you really quickly. So I just thought that was a really um, cool way to think about goals in that sometimes like we're doing this work and we are cha- we are making changes, but we're not seeing the result because the package hasn't dropped over the horizon, but it's on its way. Like just trust that it's on its way. Um, it's from Brian Tracy, Marissa. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a really cool idea. So yeah, the 80% of your goal will be achieved in the last 20% of the time. Okay, and now um, Naturally Healthy Club philosophy. So first, I'm becoming naturally healthy. I trust the process. I change best when I feel good. It's the idea of celebrating our results and, and noticing and giving ourselves credit for all the little little um, you know, positive things that we're doing. My thoughts create my results. So this idea that what we, we become what we think about most of the time. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. I focus on one meal at a time, approach this with curiosity, not condemnation. So that's for everything, like, ooh, just bringing the curiosity to it. Like, ooh, I wonder. Um, I feel my feelings. There are no bad foods. I prioritize protein. My life is pretty amazing right now. I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. I want to do this and I can do this. And I'm going to add... um, yeah, every t- like I'm going to add a new one. And it's going to be every time I overeat, I'm wasting food. So we're going to be talking more about that that soon. And just a reminder, if you feel like you're falling behind, if you feel like, oh, I haven't done, you know, I haven't listened or whatever for a while, just jump back in at the latest call. Like there's so much repetition in what I'm teaching you that you don't need to like attend every single session or watch every single session to get the results. So don't worry about catching up. Just jump in at the next next call and you know and ask for coaching if you want some help but um, just know that you're getting exactly what you need when you need it and nothing's gone wrong okay so plan for today is I've just got some news to share then we'll recap um, that last week where we were talking about I listened to my tummy and then we're going to talk about our process and then we're going to delve into the truth about food waste um, and then we'll, I'll share the home play for you. And then I want to hear from you guys some tiny wins in terms of what's working well. And also then we'll, um, at the end, we'll have some time for coaching. So if you've got something that you're like, hmm, this isn't working or I'm struggling with this, that's when you've got to re- think about it now so that you can raise your hand and get, and get some coaching. Um, okay, in terms of news, just a reminder, we did meal planning boot camp a few weeks ago. So that replay is in circle if you do want to do some help around this deciding what to cook um, piece. It's very, it's a very cool, cool idea. 
the tummy challenge that's in progress now. So we're, we're as a group, we're doing the, the tummy challenge. It's in your playbook and it's also in circles. So if you haven't started, there's no time like the present. Um, so yes, it's really good fun. And I'm actually doing the tummy challenge with my boys. So I've actually like at dinner time, I've got the, my playbook on the table and, Last night, I like I forgot about it, and the boy and and Fimbo was like, "Hey, where's the where's the questions? <laughs> we need to do, we need to do our questions." Um, so yeah, it's been really fun fun like interact with them and hearing like their experience of like what's what their tummies are telling them. Um, okay, and cook of the week a post of the week prize this week went to Carol Bowman, and <clears throat> so a while ago Carol had said to me, um, "So good to learn early, exactly, Marissa." Oh no, where's my water? Okay. We'll be okay. Um, yeah, Carol had said, I was craving pasta tonight. Um yes, yeah. So Carol's um post of the week price. She said, I was craving pasta tonight. And then in brackets, she said, starchy carbs are my carbs are my big challenges. So I made pesto cabbage. Fabulous. It felt like a big win for me. Thanks, Jules, for all the recipes for those carb cravings. So we wanted to celebrate Carol for like sharing that in the group and also for anyone else that's like a bit of a carb lover. I did post in the resources a link to all my favorite, like low carb, but like giving you that com kind of carby comforty vibe um, recipes. And like I love cabbage. So uh, definitely check those out. Even if you're not a carb lover, <laughs> they're super delicious. Um, okay. And oh, and then in other news, um, so I actually have another group that's similar to the Naturally Healthy Club, but it's um, it's working around alcohol, like have changing a relationship with alcohol called, it's called the secret society to intention of intentional booze hounds. And I'm actually opening that up to new members at the end of the month. So if you know someone who might like to do some work, like similar type of coaching, but around with the focus on alcohol, um, just tell them to email me and um, I can take it from there. Okay. So let's recap last week. So last week we spoke about, um, was, we were focusing on, I listened to my tummy. And why we want to do this is because it makes weight loss effortless. It really is just the secret source to uh, to be, being a naturally healthy person where you can just listen, you can go anywhere, you can go on vacation, you can um, be at a restaurant. It doesn't matter what you're eating because you just tune into your tummy, you stop eating when you're satisfied. And like that's really the most important piece in nutrition is getting that quantity right. Um, and the other thing, what reason why we want to, we're doing the tummy challenge and why we want to listen to our tummies is because the more aware we are of our tummies and our physical being, the less desire we have to overeat. And certainly like my experience is like the more I'm like being in my physical body, like the, that, that more that turns off my, my, my food brain, like that, that has that desire to, for more, more, more. Um, because our tummy knows like how much space we have. And another really cool reason why is because it helps us stop wasting food. So more on that later. Um, okay, so that's why we want to listen to our tummies. It really is such a powerful tool. And then how do we go about doing it? So first of all, we decide, like we set that intention. Yeah, I'm going to listen to my tummy. Then we put our cutlery down, we eat slowly, we pause and we like, and I, I recommend at least, you know, have setting that intention to halfway through the meal to actually just having a big pause and checking, like physically checking in with your tummy, like literally, like how does my tummy feel right now? And, um, and actually like feeling it, like touching it, like giving that, like actually tuning into like, what's my tummy trying to tell me? 
And then we want to notice when our tummy's saying, yep, that's that feel I, I feel that that's satisfied. And like, and there are different satiety cues. I'll go through those in a second. And that, but when you notice that satisfaction, then you want to coach yourself. And because of course, there's going to be thoughts that come up about you're not going to want to, you're going to want to keep eating. Um, and so what we want to do in, rather than just letting those thoughts run on autopilot is coach ourselves and remind ourselves it's going to be better when I stop because I'm going to sleep better. And because when I weigh myself tomorrow morning, I'm going to feel really good about this. And I'll be able to save these, this, these leftovers to have later. Like, you know, I'll be enjoy that later. And also this idea that I've already had the most pleasure, like the the most pleasure happens at the begin at the, those first few bites. So I already had the most pleasure from this meal. And so getting into that skill of coaching yourself and then you stop eating. Uh, and that that's the last last one. Um Marissa's saying her stepmom wants to join the secret society. Oh fun, fun, fun. So tell her to email me. Um yeah, and that's pretty much that's what there is to it. And so in terms of like those satiety cues, and when you do the challenge, I've actually got these written in the playbook. So that you can like so that you can remember but also like you might have different ones so but the most common ones are like the food stops tasting is good or uh so if you notice that that's generally a sign because our senses are heightened when we're hungry and when we're satisfied our senses actually are thinking about other things because we've had like we've kind of got the food that we need that that problem's been solved so our brain's scanning for other things so food we stop food stop tasting so good you'll notice that your attention can be wandering so when you if you like if you think about when, when you first dive into it when you first start eating a meal like all your all your focus is on that food like it's really really like you, you're like oh yeah this is delicious and you're really into it but if your brain starts going to oh yeah I've got to do that or you're annoyed about something that you someone said to you like when your attention starts wandering that's another sign that physical feeling of fullness this is my my go-to feeling satisfaction of just knowing I've got like there's that feel, feeling of yeah I've got some food in my tummy it feels comfortable I feel like that that feels good uh another one is like just you just know it's like this inner knowing of like yeah it's like just yep that's it <laughs> um yeah like that's that's enough and then but there could be others so we want to get curious when you're doing the tummy challenge just notice like oh okay and write them down like and i've got got the space in the in playbook to write down what what are your cues so that you're like learning what what does you so i actually wanted to check in and see does anyone has anyone noticed anything yet in terms of cues marissa well that's i think i started doing this a few weeks ago so um, yeah uh, so for me, it was so interesting because I was looking to my lower belly. And then oh. when I really cued in, I, I, I said to my husband, it's like way up here. And he's like, well, that's where your stomach, stomach actually is. is. <laughs> <laughs> and so for me, I have this like, before I start eating, I realize there's there's a certain amount of room in there and that's it. And it's not nearly as much as I thought it was when I thought it had to be all the way in my lower belly. Yeah. Well, Cause that's your, that's where your intestines are. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, Oh, hi, anatomy course. But yeah. So that was funny. I'm like, but I came to that cause I really just tuned in and I'm like, no, it's way up here. And yeah, my husband was like, honey, that's your yeah. stomach. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I just, yeah, that you I shared that in. though. I hadn't ever, like, I hadn't thought to like mention that to everyone, but of course, like we're not used to checking in with our tummies. Like it kind of, and when you, yeah, like, yeah, like it's like, kind of it could be and when you do breath, breath work and yoga yeah because breath work and yoga I feel like is deep, deep. lower belly yeah. so I'm really connected there and yes. that's belly yeah that's belly <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah the actual stomach part is up at the top because and then that, it's actually that, that's intestines <laughs> yeah 
And so that was very helpful if anyone needs that tip. <laughs> yeah, amazing. And so, Marissa, like, so for you, is it it's a physical feeling, or do you notice other things when you're satisfied? It's um, I don't know if it's psychosomatic, but it feels physical to me. Like I picture, I can picture like sort of this. It's almost like a tube or something, in yeah. there, like a hallway in there, and I can feel it how much space there is when I start eating and then I stop halfway and I can feel like, wow, I can't believe it. I, I have many times where I'm like, shoot, I'm full. And this is so good, but I'm full. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So I think it's Excellent. a physical feeling and a, and a mental image. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's like an image that comes into your head, a picture. Yeah. Uh, that's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. And, it's really and helpful. When, when you notice that um, those thoughts come up, like, shoot, I'm full. Like, is there any like thoughts that you have you found helpful to coach yourself? Yeah, I think I wrote this in um, Circle yesterday. What I say is, um, there's so much more delicious food in my future. Yeah, that's a good one, like, isn't it? Yeah, this is this was great. I love it, but I'm gonna stop now. And don't worry, Marissa, because there's so much delicious food in, food in my future. This was just one one of many meals. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. that really helped. And also, I also think I say like, I know I'm gonna feel overstuffed if I keep going right now. It's going to feel. And I know there's a time lapse of like a little, like I might not feel like full, but I know if I stop, I know myself, I'm going to feel better in 10 minutes when it all kind of settles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's so it's some really powerful thoughts, like actually visualizing yourself of like, yeah, in 10 minutes, I'm going to, this will be it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember one of the thinnest I ever was, was um, when my son was a toddler and I'd have to get up in the middle of a meal to walk him around because he needed to be entertained. And then I'd come back to my plate and be like, gosh, I'm not hungry anymore. Right. And, and so I you remember, were naturally yeah. doing that then. Yeah. yeah. And you would just like move on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would never, back then I would never sit back down to keep eating. And it's becoming like that. Like, yeah, just kind of have a little foresight to know that even though I'm not stuffed, I'm done and it's going to kick in in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> if I keep going, I'm going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. So good. And then you've got that thought about like, there's going to be heaps of amazing food. So you like, you're not feeling like that missing out of, oh, this is my last delicious food ever. And I'm like, going to have to pry myself away from it. Like it just feels easy. And, you know, we talk about self-concept changing. I always yeah. thought I had such a huge appetite, but my physical appetite is really not that big, which has surprised me. Yes. My psychological appetite was very big, but my physical, because <laughs> I don't know, I thought I'm almost six feet tall. I must have a, but it's not, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and also just knowing, we're going to, I was actually going to talk about appetite next week, but just knowing that as, you, as your body changes, like as you, as you age, like that, you, like the amount of food oh. that we need very like changes. So that yeah, <laughs> great. That's so cool, Marisa. I'm so glad that you um, that you sh you shared all those things. It's like one thing for me to say, but for for when other people are experiencing, um, so yeah, good. It's yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. Um, does anyone else want to share? And you can type in the chat. Yeah, Fiona. Yeah. So I had a bit of a revelation um, <gasps> during the week, and it's about the bit where the first few bites are the tastiest. And this thing, there's this thing I've done. I've done it ever since I was a very, very small child. Was... I always save the nicest bit on my plate till the last. So when I'm doing that, of course, I'm going to want to eat the entire plate. <laughs> and it's, I've been doing it for so long. Like I was, I've been doing it since I was a tiny, tiny child. Um, and it, it, that's just really was a major revelation for me last week. Um, so 
I've started eating what looks to be the nicest bits on my plate the first. Um, I had pizza this evening as my treat. And I basically, you know, I ate each slice. I, I started with the nicest slice and worked my way down. The one that had and the in nicest. the end, I actually, I ended up leaving two slices and most of the crusts. You know, oh, whereas amazing. before I would have ploughed through it purely because I had that really... The, really good, the one with all, like, all the good bits on <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. So that, that is actually huge for me. Yes. You know, that is going to be a game changer. And I agree with Marissa. I don't think my appetite is as big as I always thought it was because I've just always told myself because I like food, I've told myself that I have a big appetite, you know, because I want to eat big portions, not because I need them or because yes. I'm hungry. Yeah. Great. And so now, Fiona, like knowing that you can like really delve in because it's actually we, when we love food, it's like, or even when we don't love food, but it's like, when you have that self-concept of like, I have a big appetite, it's that like, we actually want the pleasure. We don't want to necessarily eat like a truckload of food and feel uncomfortable. So yeah. now you can play around with the the quality of the eating experience and like play around with like the bite size and, and mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. And I'm so glad like that, that save the best bites for last. Like there's been a few people I've worked with in the past who've had that, like that and it's come from childhood too it's like yeah. I get, and actually my dad does that too like I've had a conversation with him about it of like saving them like you know the best bits to, to the for the end um so like it's a, yeah like that's a common thing and so to have that awareness around it like so cool that you can now like mix it up <laughs> yeah yeah love it love it so great yeah awesome okay does anyone else want to share um like your satiety cues or anything you've noticed with this Margaret did you have anything no she's good <laughs> okay we'll keep going so great there's some great yeah it was great uh, revelation and just notice like when you like the more awareness you bring to this like you can uncover stuff that's been with you for a long time that you can just gently unravel like and we can gently reprogram and it's yeah so so fun um, so yeah, last week we also did like we did an exercise to check in with our tummies. Um, and so actually that like and that was just to like to close your eyes and just check in and see like how's my tummy feeling. So we might just do that again now, like just take a couple of seconds to take a breath. And now that Marissa's given us a um anatomy lesson, we can <laughs> we know to check in at the at the, at the top top. But yeah, just just putting your hand on your tummy and just saying how you're feeling right now. It's feeling pretty comfortable. It's early morning here. Um, yeah, and you can do that. Like, and I'd encourage you to do that. Yeah, of course, during meal times and before you start eating and while you're eating, but also like just at random times in the day, whenever you notice, like maybe every time you go to the loo, like when you're washing your hands, like just check in with your tummy as well. Um, so that you just bring that more awareness into your body of like how your tummy feels at different times. So just to kind of calibrate can be really helpful. Okay, and then, yeah, I shared about the tummy challenge. So just remembering, like, it's a 21-day challenge. It doesn't have to be consecutive. You can miss days and keep going. It's not like it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, and it's in, it's in the playbook. So, and it is kind of best to do it with, um, with the, the questions in front of you. And it's just like one meal a day. But, so there we go. Okay, great. So does anyone have any questions or is anyone struggling with the whole listening to you? your tummy piece or has anything come up that you wanted to share before we move on good like in the chat if you can't talk okay 
excellent. Okay, so let's quickly talk about our process. And so the way we remember our process, this is how we become naturally healthy, is there three parts to it. So L-I-T. And, um, and remember that this is like, this is like the starting place for you to discover like what your exact process is. So the L is for listening to our tummy. So that's so far we've been doing the putting our cutlery down between bites. And now with doing that tummy challenge, we're really dialing in that skill of like, how does my tummy actually feel and learning to coach ourselves and do everything that we've just spoken about. So that's key. And so putting our cutlery down, eating without distractions, all those things, all those habits are designed to help us tune into our tummies and to listen to our tummies and let our bodies decide like how much food to eat and then eyes for making intentional choices so with that we have our the core habit for that is our daily practice where we're writing that one sentence of i'm becoming naturally healthy and we're planning one treat um, and then but there's all the other parts to the um to the to our intentional choices so where we we're actually we can actually expand our daily practice to actually plan out our day and think through through our day whether that's deciding you know what types of meals we're going to be having is it you know breakfast snack lunch whatever or actually planning okay i'm going to have um i'm going to have salmon and um salmon and cabbage for lunch today i'm going to have yogurt and seeds for in my snack and you can be more specific with that if you like um, we, another thing to include the possibility to include in your daily practice is just to think through the day and anticipate obstacles like what could come up to derail this plan and get a plan like, and like imagine yourself navigating those obstacles in a, in a healthy way. Um, another really cool thing is just to do like a mini review when you're doing your daily practice and just think about the previous day and think, you know, what am I proud of from yesterday? And what, is there anything I want to do differently based on yesterday? Um, so that's, and then the, the final part of making intentional choices is learning to, when you are, like when you, stuff does come up and you get opportunities to, to eat that you have, like that, that, uh, you're coming up in the moment rather than just making choices around those, like on default or like not being conscious of them. We want to just check in with, use our, the best part of our brain, like our prefrontal cortex. So we want to just check in with. Uh, our future self and just imagine ourselves okay if I decide to have these you know these chips now like how am I going to feel about that when I'm weighing myself in the morning just imagine yourself if you're going to be like yeah these chips are really good I really want them and you're like okay I'm going to be okay with that in the morning then amazing like go for that go for that um but yeah like that that getting into that habit of just checking in with how you're going to feel when you're weighing yourself is really powerful um, okay, so we listen, we make intentional choices. And then the final part of our process is tracking. And so that's for most of us day, weighing ourselves every day and possibly tracking some habits as well. So, and that's up to you, again, it's up to you to decide like what are the habits that you want to track. And like one um, aspect of tracking is like doing something like a challenge for 21 days where you're like ticking off, like, did I do this challenge or not? Um, that can be like a, a powerful motivator for tracking. And but but the the tra the purpose of tracking is to to help us feel like we're making progress. So tracking habits is like helping giving building us that evidence that we are changing that and like that we are doing different things that we are becoming a different person by by tracking it. Like habits are our 
our evidence to our subconscious that yeah like it's time to change our self-concept like we are being we are making intentional choices because we're doing this daily practice and tracking tracking things like that and actually I gave some really um some good coaching to Mandy over the weekend but she was like like struggle she didn't put in a post around how she was like you know she's like I'm kind of I'm putting all this effort in I'm doing this and I'm like I'm not seeing results on the scale (laughs) and she was a bit and which was like I'm so so glad that she posted that and what we uncovered was just like she was telling herself I'm making all this effort I'm doing all these things like and I'm not seeing the results and so just wanted to remind everyone that anything that you do here if it feels like an effort if you're telling yourself I have to do this it's hard I'm putting all this effort in like that feels really heavy and then of course when you like if you're not seeing results on the scale that's really demotivating right like of course that's going to come up for you so what we want to do instead is like um just remind yourself that everything in like this is your choice like everything that we do in the naturally healthy club like I'm putting suggestions and offering ideas to you, but you're the one that needs to run that through your filter about like whether that's as good for you. And if you tell yourself it's going to be an effort and that it's a chore, then what happens is that it feels like a chore and it's hard. Whereas if you tell yourself, I want to do this and it can be easy, like and approaching it with like that, 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 that lightness and like that curiosity, then you can be doing the exact same habits. You can be doing your daily practice every day but if you're telling yourself I get to do this this is fun like and this is setting me up for a, for an excellent day this is like helping me be make more make intentional choices then you're going to feel completely different about it and then so even when if you're making like if you're doing the same habits and still getting the like the result on the scale isn't changing if you're telling yourself like I'm doing this because I want to and you have that mindset of um, lightness and play and like these are habits that I want to be doing for the rest of my life, then it it's like of course you will still feel like disappointed if the scale isn't moving, but it makes it easier to keep going and to keep problem solving and tweaking things so that the scale does eventually moving. Because if you're telling yourself it's hard, you're more likely to quit. And the other thing is like whatever you're doing, like whatever habits you do decide to take on as your own, like this these are all things like everything that I teach you in the naturally healthy club are things that I do I've been doing for years and I'm never like I'm not intending to stop anytime soon because like they really make the difference and they help me be naturally healthy and where I have this like amazing relationship with food so we want I want that I want the same for you like I don't want you to be doing these habits just for now, just so you can lose weight. We want to be like, how do we like make these? So they're so such a fun part of your life. And so they bring so much richness and joy to your life that you're going to keep doing them regardless. So big, big spiel on our process there, but it was, it was, it was really cool to uncover that with Mandy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Marissa said, can I ask you a question about habits and small steps outside? And I'd say, yeah, go for it, Marissa. I, and I think, you know, this will transfer, but um, I was thinking, I, I want to clear my desk that I'm sitting at. I want it to be clutter free. And I thought, well, what if I thought when you just said that I was like light bulb, I get to organize my desk, but then I, I know I'll start and I'll get tired. So thinking do it jewel style and, and don't try to do the whole thing today. Right? Like, yeah, how do you build small? Yeah. Like I need to learn how to build a tiny habit around this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you might, your tiny habit might be like at the end of the, like when I finish work, I'm just going to like, 
like spend 30 seconds. I'm just going to move three things on my desk. I put three, three things away or w- put one thing okay. away be- uh, before I like leave my, every time I li- like I finish work. I don't, I don't know. Like th- that's what yeah, I would, because I'm having such a, that's what, yeah. Because with joyful cooking and with naturally healthy club, you start us off so small and so doable. It just hit me like, hello, let's move that into the rest of our life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what's the tiniest step? So yeah, just, I just need to okay. put, just building that habit of just putting one thing away. And of course there'll be days where you're like, you put one thing away and you're like, Oh, actually I can put this away and you can like, and you might have like spent five minutes on it, but then there'll be other days where you don't feel like doing it, doing it. And you just do the one thing, like just to keep the habit alive. Okay. And give myself a little every yeah, day. Yeah. And give yourself a pat on the back every day for like, for doing it. Like this is me becoming someone with a clutter-free desk. It's like, yeah. Okay. Thank you. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Look at it. Yeah. Gotta love, actually my desk needs, it needs some attention too. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, cool. Let's talk about um the truth about food waste. So First of all, I want to see, like, who was raised to, like, in the clean plate club like I was? <laughs> Raise your hand. Type in the chat, everybody. <laughs> Pretty much everybody. So funny, hey. Um, Kari's hands up as well. Sharon, Emma, what about you guys? Um, and then also I want to see, like, who here, like, hates food waste? Like, the thought of wasting food, like, really puts them up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone's raising hands again. <laughs> yeah, definitely, says Sharon. There we go. So what are we going to do today is pretty revolutionary is we're actually going to, like, change that, that that cultural norm and all those thoughts around food waste so that it's um, so that it's actually going to help us on our Naturally Healthy Club journey. And I think it's really fascinating that, like, it's completely acceptable in our society to overeat and to feel stuffed and to talk about that openly about, oh, I just ate so much, whatever. Um, but it's not culturally acceptable to throw out food. And so just like invite you to just play around with, imagine if we were in a world where that was the opposite, where it was actually culturally unacceptable to stuff yourself and it when it was okay to leave food on your plate. Like imagine like just I want, like I was just thinking about this the other day, like imagine like, what a difference that would make to like the obesity epidemic like 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 if the whole world had that that approach so yeah we're going to like turn this whole food waste thing on our head and why why we want to do this is because one of the biggest obstacles come up around listening to our tummies is just our thoughts about food waste and the people when i'm working with people um, the people that are like holding on really tightly to that clean plate and telling me how much they love their clean plate, like they're the ones that really struggle with this list, with the listening to the tummy and it does take longer for them to like get to this naturally healthy place where they're like and like the weight loss tends to be slower because they're like attached to the plate, the, to the clean plate. And so what I invite you, like a thought that I that I mentioned earlier, that I invite you to have around food waste is, is just this idea that actually every time I overeat, I'm wasting food. And the thing is that that's really true. Like every time you eat more than your body needs, like you're perpetuating yourself being in a bigger body. And it's just like biology is that to keep a bigger body alive, like there's more, there's more, um, you know, 
cells alive. Each cell needs a certain amount of energy. So, I, and I actually like looked online. So if I weighed like 20 kilos, if I weighed 40 pounds more, which is quite possible, I could, could be easily that much heavier. Like I would need an extra 300 calories a day just to stay alive, just to keep that body alive. So every time we overeat and we perpetuate ourselves being like heavier than we want to be, like that is us not like, not, like, like literally wasting food. Like it's literally, that, that, that's, like it's like completely lost because to keep one human alive doesn't need that much food. So you're having more, more than your share of the resources. And so what we want to do instead, and I know that like, I'm not saying this to like to shame anyone or to make you feel bad about, about doing this in the past. Like I've certainly, and also like when I would do this, like there will still be time, like there's still be times where I overeat and I like, you know, intentionally waste food and I'm cool with that. But what we want to avoid is like, un, like not overeating in because we, we, we want, we like, we're, and giving ourselves the, the permission to overeat because it's like we're being good and we're not wasting food because and the thing is like whenever we overeat we're wasting food so what we want to do instead is just like to decide like you can actually get to choose like that you want to rebel from the clean play club and I love the idea of being of rebelling from things so that like when I started doing this work that, that was really appealing to me like that idea of like yeah you know what that clean play club I don't want to be part of it anymore um and what we want to do instead is like just do that do the tummy challenge and like, if you, like, if you're really attached, like if you're really like, oh, Jules, like just the thought of throwing food out, I can't do it. Just remember, like, you don't, like you can leave food. And what I do is actually put it in, like I have a jar in the fridge, but I don't have one. I'll put a new jar in the fridge and I'll just put like, even if it's a few bites, my random bites will go in that jar. And then sometimes I'll add them back. I might have, if I've had like them at lunch, sometimes, actually, sometimes if it's lunch, I'll just, I'll leave the bites. I'll just leave the, put the whole plate or the bowl in the fridge. And then when it's dinner time, I'll pull it out and just have it on the table and I'll eat it with my dinner. And I'll start with that and have it, add it to my dinner. Or I have a, a random bites jar. And actually last week I, uh, on just to, for, for an example, for just to, just cause I was curious too, um, I actually, just put the rent like all my random bites into one jar and then I weighed it on on Saturday and it was like it like 450 grams like a pound of food that was just just came from me leaving bites on my plate over the week so if I had have like eaten all those bites like they would have added up to an extra pound of food like of me eating so I actually got a whole extra meal out of these random bites and it was really like it's, it might sound gross but it's actually really fun like I had little there was like some um chili chicken in there like so it was kind of like a little lucky dip of like you get a little different taste of like and you'll be the things that you forgot that you'd, you'd had and like it's really fun um so yeah like that's something I want to offer you is just this idea that yeah like you can you don't have to throw the food out when you're not eating what everything on your plate like so you can actually eat it at other times and what I would really encourage you to do when you're doing the tummy challenge is just to like maybe do that for a week of like have a container in the fridge or put a bag in the freezer and just every time you leave like leave a few bites put it into that bag just to see like how much food you're going to you, you can collect like have a little challenge around it and just just to bring your awareness to like how much food you 
have actually been overeating in the past every, when you've been living in that plate, clean plate world. Um, so, but for those of you that are like, oh, no, I'm really like attached to this clean plate. Like, yes, you can serve yourself less to begin with and still finish your plate. Or if you're eating in front of the TV, like you can still do that. Like, that that is an option. But the the challenge with that is that like then you risk the the whole psychological hunger of like you're because you're like you're telling yourself oh I'm serving myself less and so you're kind of like in the back of your mind your your brain's like yeah like she's giving us less and you get, that can actually like that can be difficult to manage whereas if you're just like coming from abundance of like I'm just going to serve what I think on my plate and like and manage it from how much I leave then that can be um yeah like then it then that feels more abundant so what you want to do if you are giving yourself smaller servings is to just remind yourself that if I do want more than this if I do feel like no that wasn't enough that you promise yourself you'll go back and get more um but the thing is like for me I know like my my mother used to say this your eyes are bigger than your tummy um and like and I like, even though I've been doing this for a really long time and I'm you know, really good at listening to my tummy when I serve out, like, that's when I'm hungry. And when I'm putting food on my plate, that's so like why I always, I, I, it's occasionally I'll finish my plate. Um, occasionally I'll go back for more, but mo- most of the time, I'd say at least 80% of the time I I've serve myself up more than my tummy actually needs. And so it's better for me to like, just leave it and, um, yeah so there we go so that's that's what we want to do instead so how does everyone feel about this idea that like every time I overeat I'm wasting food like does that feel good makes sense yeah has anyone got any like this is freaking me out or no way Jules like well it's blowing my mind but it's (laughs) uh it's it's true it's true like I've, I've never thought of it that way there we go. You know, like, yeah, that's that's awesome. I'm gonna awesome. be trying that one. <laughs> you said thought. Go, Margaret. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it is a different way to think about it, Sharon. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and like some people, um, I've worked in the past, like this idea that my body's not a rubbish bin, like that can be a helpful thought for some people. Um, but I like that kind of hasn't ever sat well with me because yeah, of course my body's not a rubbish bin, but like this food isn't really like you can like, it's hard to see that food that's still in your plate as rubbish. It doesn't look like rubbish yet. So I think this idea of like every time I overeat, I'm wasting food is a, is a maybe a more helpful one to approach it. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Great. Great. We're blowing Margaret's mind. So fun. So in terms of like your home play this week, like we want to, of course keep going with our daily practice habit like that's so key to being intentional we want to keep going with your daily weighing and whatever habits you're tracking and actually Kira had posted um in the group uh a a post about asking people what their what habits they're tracking so that's um I might link to that in the uh in the in the notes so that you can check that out and we want to keep going with our putting our cutlery down and doing and like just and doing all those things to maximize the pleasure of food playing around with your bite size you know closing your eyes all those things we want to keep going with our tummy challenge or if you haven't started the tummy challenge no time like the present and then your final part of your home play is to either post a one minute review in the group or post a tiny win or post both some people have been posting both which is amazing Um, so yeah that's that's our, our home play so 
all these little things that we've been working on, we're building on, on t- together. So, um, yes, and so next week we're going to be talking about um, our appetites and how that just different ways to think about that. Okay, great. So does anyone have any um, like tiny wins that they would like to share in the group? Anything you've noticed that's working well or do you have anything that's not working well that you'd like coaching on? Um, I guess I'm kind of curious to see like how everyone's going with their daily practice. If you want to share in the chat. Um, Sharon said, I'm not good with eating leftovers. They hardly ever look good to me. Any tips to make things more appetizing or should I just throw it out? Um, yeah. Okay. That thought, Sharon, like I, I'm not good with eating leftovers. That's probably one like that. Cause of course, if you're thinking I'm not good at le- eating leftovers, it's going to be hard for things to, um, feel like good. So what if rather than telling yourself that they're leftovers, like changing, reframing that to like think in a different way of like, um, yeah. Okay. Most of the same, same thing. So rather than thinking of this is this is leftover like this is like you know it's kind of like that's it's it's waste thinking about it in terms of um yeah like like oh this is like you know a little gift from the past i'm not sure i um this is i guess i've been doing it for such a long time i don't um i don't i don't see them as leftovers i like i just see it as like you know food that's been prepared previously and one thing, um, Marissa and Sharon and anyone else that's struggling with this is I often find like eating them cold can, they can taste, uh, rather than heating it up. Like when you reheat things, like particularly like chicken, it can have this like not so great flavor. Whereas if you're just eating it cold, it's like, it's like cold pizza. Like it's a completely different experience. Um, yes. Kari said people play a lot for variety plates. That's the other thing is I think of is like, when you're in a fancy restaurant and they're serving you like this degustation that you're paying like hundreds of dollars for, like you want a little bite of this and a little bite of that. And it's really, yeah, like um, having all those little little bites is something that's desirable. So um, I think, yeah, I think like the first thing is just to like, just challenge that, like rather than continuing to think I'm not good with leftovers, like get, just get bringing a curious mindset, like, oh, how could I, how could I make this delicious? Or how could, how could this, how could it be true that this is delicious? And then just playing around and, and trying it, trying it. And like, yeah, so sometimes I usually just put it all in a bowl, but it maybe you might like to have things on a plate and, um, and just have little bites and just, just play around with it. Um, and Marissa's saying I'm okay with life without lettuce. Yeah, well, the other option is, yeah, like just keep throwing it out. If that's cool, if that works for you, Marissa, then keep going. Um, Jennifer is saying I see leftovers as a bonus of meal, bonus meal because I don't put all the work in the, um, the day I eat them later. I usually mix it up with different sides or spices, et cetera. Yeah, great. That's a, that's, that's a really cool, cool technique, Jennifer. It's like serving things in a different way way like with different flavor bombs or different seasonings can be good or adding in some protein can be good like I often if something if I've got like my um, random bites jar the other day that was enough food for me but often it's not enough food for a whole meal so I'll like poach an egg like or poach a couple of eggs and serve that with it and add some like and I added like I went out to the garden and just grabbed a handful of parsley to put on it as well so it looked fresh it looked looked appetizing um it it looked really good um yes um 
Oh, there we go. So Sharon says, I love, love to create charcuterie boards. There we go. Yeah. So seeing as like, this is just a little like tapas, like, yeah, or a little charcuterie board. This is me like mixing it up and treating myself to a lot of different flavors. Like there. Yeah. So there's lots of different ways that you can take that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Jennifer's already like seeing it as a bonus meal. Yeah. That's like, that's how I saw my, my random bites job the other day. Like, um, it was like, yeah, this is a bonus meal. I don't have to cook. It's like already for me to go. So I'm glad that came up. Yeah. Cool. Anyone else got any ideas around this? Like the whole re reimagining leftovers. I think that idea of like adding a different flavor bomb or something to it can be a really powerful way to, to make it, make it, make things taste better. Like, and so yeah, maybe adding some, some olives or some nuts or some pickled jalapenos or something like that to like to bring it to life can be helpful as well um awesome great okay does anyone have anything that they want to share with the group in terms of tiny wins or any struggles like how's everyone feeling about progress so far just type in the chat Want to hear from everyone? Um, yeah, okay. Actually, Marissa, do you want to share with the group like your vacation story? Because that's a big one that comes up these people. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so I decided to bring my scale, which was, I felt like a little bit weird, but my husband was like, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no judgment. So yeah, I just really stuck with the listening to my tummy and it was so great because I've been on vacation where I was like, I have to get my kale and I have to get my smoothie and I have to get and then not been present on vacation. I've done that so many times or the opposite where I just, yeah. like, it's okay, it's <laughs> vacation. So I just, uh, like one day we were out by the pool and my husband and I split a cheeseburger and I ate, I ate my half, I ate some fries. And before I would have had that whole cheeseburger and all the fries, and anyway, I lost that day. It was so neat. I think I had carrot, a little bit of carrot cake after dinner as my treat. It was just neat. I was present the whole trip. I just made sure I listened to my tummy and I was, it was cool. And my goal was to maintain for vacation. So there was like a little bit of fluctuation up and down. But then in the end, I, I left vacation where I started, which was my goal. I was like, I'm hitting pause on the losing for a minute. And it was delightful. I was just amazed. But, you know, one night I think, um, we ended up having room service and it was their charcuterie board and chips and guac. And I went up a little the next morning and I was just like, that's interesting. Like cheese, meat, chips and guac. That makes you go up. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> but yeah. I was, but, so yeah, it was just, and it wasn't like, never felt bad about myself. It wasn't some big emotional. It was great. So. Yay. Yay. And so you weren't obsessing about, oh my goodness, I'm not getting enough veggies. I'm not getting it. Like, and, and also that you weren't going into like too much permissive, like, of like oh well, I'm on balance. vacation so I just need to like eat the world because I'm not going to get yeah. this food when I go back like yeah it's a, and that's yeah. exactly it like that's that's like and because you know you have that trust with yourself of like yeah when I go back there's going to be plenty of delicious food it's not like this vacation's the only time I'm ever going to have a cheeseburger so yeah, yeah. it was so great it was so just you because we all want to be present on our vacation and not in that like crazy not crazy but just difficult yeah, isolating yeah. <laughs> yeah 
headspace around it yeah and so you're actually like you're able to enjoy and yeah yeah and so everyone just to remember like it's really like the listening to your tummy is all you need to do like because it doesn't really matter if you're having cheeseburger or you're having guac and chips it's like how much you eat determines like what the impact's going to be on your on the way so if you're eating like and you're still listening to your tummy can eat cheeseburgers and not not gain weight like it's 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 like it's like alchemy it's really cool so thanks for sharing marissa yay um let's see kari said struggle emotions big grief anniversary oh kari yeah right um wind tracking water intake yes okay great so um yeah, Kari, whatever that um, grief anniversary is for you, like, like the, are you able to talk, Kari, to like coach on that or? Sure. Yeah, I can yeah. talk. Yeah. So, um, have you played around with some self compassion? Um. Yeah. At times, I have. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like when we've got stuff, tough stuff going on like that, like that's the best thing is to just be like as kind to yourself as possible with like, so just noticing what's coming up and whatever you're feeling, like not judging it and just doing that. Of course, I'm feeling like, you know, really sad and, and just making it okay is like the best way to navigate through that. And like, if it's a big anniversary of something like a loss, kind of like, you know, you want to feel sad. Hey, like you want to feel that. I know like when it's my mom's anniversary, like there's like, a, I want to feel that tenderness. I want to miss her. Like, yeah. Now that helps it go into it with open eyes and, and treat it, treat myself with compassion. Yeah. 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 And, and maybe like, yeah. Like, and if you have to, traditionally like used like food to help you navigate that like maybe actually plan some stuff of like you know what this is going to be a hard time and I'm going to like I'm going to have two cheap treats a day or whatever like feels good but like bringing some intentionality to it like because food is very soothing so like you don't want to like be not white knuckly of like going through a big anniversary and so maybe like yeah and I'm going to have a few extra treats and and like and let them soothe me and and be like really gentle with yourself through it and when you like bring that intentionality to it you like the net will be that you'll end up probably having less but like yeah that that's not the goal the goal is to just feel good about yeah the the bringing intentionality to it I think would help a lot instead of feeling out of control around it yeah yeah feel so because that's even scarier isn't it yeah yeah and the thing is that like being intentional like sometimes we people get like get mixed up that being intentional means being good and being like eating perfectly and it's not like sometimes being intentional is is like you know I'm gonna have like I'm gonna treat myself to this and I'm going to overindulge in it because like you know that's that's gonna help me get through and mm-hmm. yeah and that would feel good to me overall yeah yeah thank you that helps it helps to see it a different way yeah 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 because when you like because like out of control is like because you've got the grief and then if you're feeling out of control and then you could probably add some a layer of shame onto that sandwich <laughs> like that's yeah. not, that's not a very appetizing sandwich no one no one's um wanting to eat that one <laughs> first so yeah like just when you can be 
be compassionate and not judge yourself. Like that takes a, the, the, that a lot out of it. And then when you can be bring intentionality to it, then there's no need for the shame. Like you can, yeah, like of course you, there's, you might want to overeat and like let yourself do that. Like, and that's going to, and that'll help you like get through it in a, in a faster <laughs> to right denial doesn't help <laughs> yeah oh well, yeah pretending oh there's nothing going wrong here yeah like yeah exactly yeah yeah thank you that's, that's helpful all right yeah um and yeah so maybe like any within with your daily practice like just taking out little like minutes to go okay this today's a tough going to be a tough day and just thinking it through like how how do i want to take care of myself today I'm going to take some notes on this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We can watch a replay <laughs> at the end. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I've been sending you. Yeah. Good for you, Kari. Yeah. Like, and also, like, you know, this is part of life. Hey? This is part of being human is that we have, there's always, there's going to be stuff, tough times. There's going to be sad times. And so, well, like, this is an opportunity. It's actually an opportunity to practice that, that being like how, how you want to, be with yourself when you are facing tough things it's like it's like it's a really grown-up thing to do yeah yeah, yeah. And this one's, I mean it's a big it's a big deal but also it's predictable and not all of them are. so this one it's a good time to it's, sort of practice. yeah yeah actually that's a great way to say it. like this is an opportunity for me to like practice taking care of myself through tough times because I can see it coming. So then when I like random stuff happens and that I, I, I'm not prepared for, I've actually got some tools in place to be, to help me navigate those, those things as well. Yeah. That's a, another awesome way to, to think about it, Kari. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you a big hug, Kari. Thank you. Uh, Good oh. group. Yeah. Um, okay. Did anyone else have anything they wanted to coach on or anything that the, any wins that they wanted to share with the group? It's getting late for Fiona. <laughs> My dogs have gone to bed. Oh, your dogs have gone to bed. Right, right. The dog's like, she's crazy. What's she doing? <laughs> um, Sharon said, I'm having tiny successes. Great. Okay. Cool. If no one has anything else, then we might wrap up there. We'll let Fiona go and join her. <laughs> Get to bed. Okay. So have a beautiful week, everyone. Did you have something, Margaret? Or are you just waving goodbye? No, she's waving goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, have a great week, everyone. And yeah, have fun. Like just yeah, we're thinking this thought. Like every time I overeat, it's actually me wasting food. Okay. I'll also catch you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>